Welcome to the Calhoun Club Podcast Father's Day Special. Joining us today will be Michael's father, Wayne. We'll also have special guest Tom Rundy, who recently moved into my apartment. We'll recap our travel, and now listen to the sweet melody of my father, Doug, playing Quarter of a Man. When he gets to the counter, he saves what he can But he only saves a quarter, he's a quarter of a man And we are live, Mike Ryder, Zach Fry, Father's Day special, June 18th, 2017, we've got a a baby next door in the apartment that if you hear anything during the, throughout the podcast, just know there is a baby that's crying. And Well, I think it is, it's, it's Father's Day, and <laughs> Tom Rundy will be joining us uh, later on, and it has been confirmed, but the child might be his, so <laughs> it's nice. <so. laughs> but, hey, we're going we're gonna to gloss over that. Father's Day, always a special day. I'm sure there's a lot of crew, crew socks, jorts wandering around out there, a lot of burgers, burgers being flipped, yep. and... Uh, but we're just going to go, we're going to start off by talking about our recent travels, which we touched upon last podcast. Fry, how was the trip out west you know, Colorado? It was but. absolutely phenomenal. You know, got some family time, got some friend time in. Uh, went out there without a car rental and everything worked out perfectly, just getting from place to place. Thursday, uh, USA soccer game. Went down there about noon with JoJo Smith. How'd they end up doing? What they did win. They won day? two to zero. Chris versus Mexico for Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, it yeah, was a yeah. big game for the World Cup qualifier, so they won two to zero. When Chris, was that Mexico game though? Wasn't that, that was a couple well, days later where they had the draw? Like the first time they've yep. ever basically not lost. In the yep. Past. Bradley had a big imagine. goal for the U.S., so that's they're sitting pretty well now. I think they're third in the, in the Concaf standings to try to get to the World Cup. So hopefully they can get that. But it was it was awesome. You know, JoJo Smith let me stay at his or. Let me stay at his house in Denver. Mm-hmm. Tailgated about 12 o'clock, got to the park, because he works at the park, actually, Dick Sporting Goods Park, where this <laughs> game was at. So him and his coworkers all had, you know, the bags out, you know, getting ready for the tailgate. Is that then, downtown, or where is that? It's, it's a little bit off town, just okay. a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not, not, it's it's not, not like a central Denver or anything. Or nope, nope. I gotcha. And, it, yeah, it was really fun. You know, the fans are wild at soccer game. Mm-hmm. It was just... And we had our seats, he got great seats for us, having the inside connection. We were, like, row three behind the goal nice. to start. Was it mainly, I'm assuming, just all USA fans? Oh, yeah, all USA <laughs> Trinidad fans. Trinidad didn't have much of a showing, yeah, did they? they were just, yeah, the Trinidad and Tobago fans, you know, they just couldn't make it up, yeah, unfortunately. It tough journey. But, yep, and then Friday, got a ride from my cousin Jessica to the wedding in Grand Lake. Absolutely beautiful ranch mountain yeah, setting that they rented out the sweet. entire ranch, yeah. You know, the rehearsal dinner was really nice on Friday and then big, Saturday. Big question. Was it a live band or are we talking oh, DJ? Okay, so. Live band. 
it. Both, dude. So Danny Schlemmy tied it out with Casey, and it was they went all out. They had a seven-piece band, you know, a couple horns in there. Oh, man. Just electric on the dance floor. And then after they got off, he knew he knows a DJ in Denver that had oh, his own type man. of music. They brought the DJ in. Call it the pen. Absolutely electric. And really the story of the wedding was I've been replaced in my own family. What's What did you get replaced for now? So my sister... Oh no! She's got a boyfriend, yeah, Grant. Oh. And he was up there, and you know, I come in, I come into the house on night one, and you know, they have a nice room. I'm sleeping on the couch because oh, she's in the room, you know. Man. So I'm kind of getting booed in that way, and then, you know, at the wedding, I come in. I'm sitting, you know, out in the peanut gallery with everyone else. It was really cool. Though. It was outdoor wedding, and they had a bucket of beers when you're oh, going yeah. in, so you could drink the beer during the wedding. Oh, so people man. were just sipping on it, but. Mom, Dad, Hannah, you know, the family band, they're all up there. And then I see Grant has a chair up there next to him as well. And all I really wanted was an audition to try to do the duet with Hannah, but, you know, they gave it to Grant. He, he sings, he, too. He, he, he sings a little bit. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I might have been more qualified, but maybe next time. You got some experience. I just, yeah, I just want an audition next time. That's all I ask. And then That's a pressure situation. you got to be ready for that. Oh. You can't just... You're, I know you've, you're talented, but that's yeah. not something you just walk in. I agree. The the shower experience I've built up on my resume I just can't can't get me in. But and then after that we had the dinner, which was phenomenal. You know, steak, salmon, all that type of stuff. And Grant was sitting with mom, dad, Hannah at one table, and I was put in a different table. They just didn't <laughs> the kids. kids yeah, table. I, it was it was somewhat of a kids table, the outcast yeah, table. I just get the sparkly so, wine flowing. You know, the message was loud and clear. You know. It, I'm I'm an outsider now. That's a tough one. Yep. So that was that was great. Um, and you know the seven, like I said, that seven piece jazz band. You know it was. That's we're talking about. We're gonna bring Wayno on later. Oh, share man. some stories. But you know my yeah. dad. My dad could absolutely groove. He's got that oh, one yeah. dance move out there, and he was killing it on the dance floor. And you said Wayno's gonna be talking about absolutely. that. Absolutely. We're gonna get some expert advice. Wayno knows his way around the dance oh. floor. We're gonna gonna just really pick his brain and see what see what he's been doing recently what's been working what hasn't and just kind of see yeah. what he's got for us but and that's that's something in life we're always trying to improve oh absolutely our we, dance moves we've got good genetics when it comes to yeah. that no one knows how to dance like our dads and then after that on sunday i got a ride back from my uncle mike um into the denver area Got the marshmallow concert. And Mike, I have a question for you on this. What's up? So if you go to like an EDM, you know, concert where it's yeah. just straight electronic, like it's like a big party basically. It's a mm. rave. You're just jumping up and down constantly. Do you prefer that or do you feel like it's just one of those things where you'd rather see live talent where it's actually more talent? You know, I have never been to an EDM dance party, but the ones that I have been to, the dance the dance moves usually just the classic rock. You know, yeah. it's just in the zone. Yep. They're just their phase and they're just not doing much dancing, but I think that's more my that's more my thing. Even though I know the EDMs though are probably pretty electric. Oh just, yeah, because it it just are there people like what kind of dancing are we talking about? Oh, it's just, just jumping, jumping up and down and just everyone's wild, and especially at Red Rocks. Like yeah, yeah. the it was when it got dark and the lights are ricocheting off the. Oh yeah, because it's bleachers and you're, everyone true. was standing the whole time on top of the bleachers and we're just jumping up and down. You know, Hannah Grant were there and then Sammy K and Shannon, and nice. then from there I just went. You know, it's Big Bergfeld's house. Would I know any of Marshmallow's tunes? I don't know. Um, you know, he does a lot of remixes. He has a like couple, a mask off future. That was really yeah. cool. And he brought in the rap songs. Then he remixed them. And he's got Home. I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Going Home. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That That's one. That one's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, that was really good. And from there, I was, yeah, with Sammy and Shan for the next couple days at Bergfeld's. He's 
gracious host to us, has the absolutely phenomenal house out there yeah, making I mean, moves. Uh, me and Spence have been talking. We need to get out there. But isn't isn't Red Rock sick though? You oh, got the Denver skyline in the it background. It is so good. Too. And we were we were pretty far up, so we didn't. Did even you guys see the do skyline. some tailgate? Did you get there early? And no, I mean we really? had a, well we had a party bus actually. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the way there, which was nice. Uh, Grant, Hannah's boyfriend, has a former roommate that lives in Denver, and he works at, actually, the Brothers in Denver. Brothers. Oh, nice. So there's a whole bunch of, like, industry people is what they call it, yep. a whole bunch of other bartenders that they got a party bus, and it had, like, free vodka and stuff on the way there. So that was really fun to have the bus and the shuttle there and back. Didn't have to worry about parking and everything. So that was great. And then, yeah, yeah from there, we got a big a couple hikes in me and sam and chan went on tuesday up to what was called lost lake absolutely beautiful lake nice top of mountain really really no one around when we were up there so that was really nice wednesday so it was like a hanging lake then basically. yeah it was Those really pretty crazy. it was really cool and then on wednesday bergie had uh he didn't have to work he took pto or whatever and he Yo, came Bergie. yeah he came out with us and he had this all trails app and you know we're with sam who's just hardcore we had him on the podcast last week you know he's kind of an adrenaline junkie he's like mm-hmm. yo we're doing it ranks the, the trails from like easy moderate hard and strenuous went for we it, went yeah. for the strenuous one got up to about twelve thousand feet um nine mile round trip hike got to the top it was absolutely beautiful and then on the way down actually it was snowing on us so we got up there high enough to you know get above that tree line and a little bit of snow so that was a really cool experience to get up that high nice didn't really notice the elevation too much, but, you know, it affects everyone differently when you're I'm up there. You, last time we were out there, we were, I don't know, we were probably on like nine, maybe like nine, ten thousand, but, yeah, we went on a pretty good, pretty good hike, and I was pretty fatigued, but, yeah, <laughs> the time I, but the ones that we were climbing, yeah, they were pretty up and down there, but yep. there is, it does kind of vary, but. Yep. The one time I really did feel it was when I was in Grand Lake, because I think the elevation out there at the wedding was like 9,000, just that regular, and I ran a couple hills, and I was just yeah. just beat, running yeah. up and down the hills. I It was fun, though, man. I wish I could live out there all the time and just yeah. run up. And you'd be in just phenomenal shape oh, yeah. hiking, and there's always, and that's the other thing, talking to Bergfeld, it's like, you know, living in Iowa is great and everything, but it's like, Every day in your Colorado, you, there's something to do. Yeah. It's not just you know go to a bar, listen to music. You can go out into nature and do something fun every yeah. different every day if you want to. No, yeah, for sure. So many different cool cool trails. So seeing Bergfeld was great, and then Thursday night when we got to go to the Rockies game, they had the rock pile tickets. They take on? So they they played the Giants. They got a big right oh, away. Good, yeah, game. got a big right away. Saw a few dingers. They ended up winning nine day. It's always fun when you see an yeah. offensive game. That's what. Yeah, when we were there, we were, I think they played the Brewers, and there was like six yeah. or seven. I feel like that, I mean, it's such a good, I mean, just being in Denver in general, the air's, yeah. the air's thin, but it is a hitter's ballpark, it's so sweet. it's cool. Coors, yeah. yeah, Coors Field's really nice. They have the yeah. waterfalls and that, too. Oh, Yeah. Four dollar seats couldn't beat it. You know, yeah, we got got to, and that was really the main time I got to see. You know, kind of the downtown Denver area and hit a few bars down there with those guys before yeah. we got to the game. So, one of the cheapest you know parks to get into. With four bucks for us, and if you're a senior or a kid, one dollar tickets is what it is. <laughs> really? If you wait at the rock pile, yeah. So they at the front of the line there was a the bunch of. Pile. That's what they call it, a whole bunch of. So I waited in line for like half an hour because they give them away at four thirty if the game's at like a six or seven o'clock game and. Yeah. I get down there, I see this line, and because they only have so many, and you know all these kids are out there like playing football, and they're they some of them save save spot in line for the other ones, and then they go all buy four tickets, which is the limit, and then they just scalp them, you know, like yeah. it's a good way for a kid to make money and be around the ballpark all summer.
bummer. Oh, yeah, but sure. game was cool, and then closed it out on Friday. Bergie drove me down to Boulder, and we went out with uh, Jake May, which was pretty fun to go down out in downtown Boulder. Yeah. Pretty sweet area, and then worked out really well. They have a shuttle that goes straight from Boulder to the airport, so everything yeah. everything fell in place perfectly. Sounds like a big time trip. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> you were gone for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I thought you moved out there. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just might have to move into Bergie's basement when they redo it, but yeah, yeah. Mike, you also had a huge trip. Let's, Chicago, let's hear about the Dave weekend. Yeah, this, the Chicago trip, second, second summer in a row, went to Dave, and... It was another great venue. I flew into Chicago, got in, I think, around like 2 or 3. Drunk and the boys picked me up, luckily, at the airport, and it was, <laughs> the traffic was tough getting downtown, as yep. you can imagine, especially when we were getting to Wrigleyville, like right when the game was getting out. But, yeah, we got in. We had an Airbnb, like a couple blocks from the stadium. On on Saturday night, we met up with that wrestler. It was good seeing him, and we just hit kind of, the off the beaten path bars, oh, yeah. but a little bit cheaper, I think. And we were just we were still having a good time. Ran into the one, the last bar that we went to that we shut it down. I was an Iowa bar, so we were we were chatting with the owner, yeah. and that it was it was a good time. And then the next morning on Sunday when we woke up, we went over. Um, we had a little patio, a nice little patio too, so we we spent a lot of time out there. But we went over to Kobita's, one of our one of our gal friends that went to Iowa and she had like a real sweet view of the city. Yeah. I don't I think it was on the south side, I'm kinda guessing. I don't know that area real well, but yeah, it was had a nice pool and stuff. We spent quite a bit of time out there and then got ready for got ready for the Dave concert on Sunday night and that was that was Dave, just a riot. Oh man, yeah, it was right off right off of Lake Michigan. There was like some boats and stuff hanging out and I don't That's even, sweet. it was a big time. How fun would that be to just have a boat in Chicago oh, and just post and up there? Was there. A lot of, there was a lot of people that just like didn't even buy tickets. Yeah, you don't just need to sit like, right yeah. outside just because the. I mean, it's such a big venue that you can hear it for a while. But yeah, it was just the first concert that we went to last year at Alpine was Dave Matthews and the band, but this one was just Dave and Tim. But it was still, yeah. I mean, they they kill it so. It was good, and then yeah, Monday just took her time and got dropped back off the airport, and it was it was a big weekend. All the, yeah, man. Got to see the boys. Yeah, it's <laughs> and so that was the first time I was in Wrigleyville too. Like, yeah, I, especially for being a Cubs fan, I'd never really like been to the bars and stuff like that. But that's great. I definitely and definitely got to get back. I was bummed I couldn't get there, but there was just too much going on that weekend. I couldn't squeeze it all in. But yeah, that's that's I'll phenomenal. be I'll be back. And it's so fun just being with a quality crew like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> out on the town. Yeah, and you guys got sure. the Airbnb. Too, yeah, which worked Airbnb, out really well. Yeah, that's the way to go. I feel I haven't even gotten a hotel in forever. I feel like it's really just a game changer, especially if you have a, like a good sized crew. It's just better. It's it's a little bit easier, and you can literally get like food and just like stock the fridge and stuff. Oh, yeah. Kind of it's a little tougher in a hotel, but yeah, it was a big time, big time trip. Absolutely, and uh, now we're gonna pause here and bring on Rundy, or as you like to call him, Rundy MC. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's Tom, how we doing, big guy? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on, boys. Appreciate it. Yep, so Tom's just moved in to the Lake Calhoun kind of neighborhood with me. We're excited to have him as a as a roommate. Dubuque, Dubuque County native. Oh, yeah, one he's straight the, from the, the 563. He, he's he's gone through it all. Iowa. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> And we had a little, we had a little shindig for you last night, Rondi. A little welcoming party. Any any thoughts on that? Pretty good, pretty good time. Yeah, it was a great time minus the rain. I thought uh, it was a solid turnout from the uh, UST crew and whatnot. But uh, 
It was a great host by Zach himself. Mm-hmm. I think we really got after it. it was a yep. very enjoyable I movie. thought those first couple hours, I thought we were getting snuff boys, but then the, the crew <laughs> yeah, really the crew. showed up and they came in, the came in numbers down the stretch. Standing room only in the oh, uh, duplex. Geez. You know, I felt like we were in a little bit of a frat house environment. It was yeah, a lot of beautiful uh, Tommy women came over. So it was great. Uh, <laughs> To see that, I think uh, it's a fan favorite amongst the. Uh, oh yeah, you know Tom's Tom's really well connected in that aspect over at St. Thomas. <laughs> he's he's known for that around campus. He's 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 a go getter over there. But um, you know, Tom was saying this morning, you know, he wanted to get into a better nature with some of our uh, <laughs> some of our neighbors nearby in the neighborhood. And Tom, just tell me what you were saying you were going to go do this morning. I was thinking. Being the new kid on the block, I should go door to door and introduce myself. And being the most recent college graduate, I think a resume, a couple recommendation letters, and a phone number in my LinkedIn slash email <laughs> business account. cards. Yep, talking kind of business cards out there. Say hey, don't call the police. You don't come talk to us with any uh, hesitation or anything. Yep. I'm a responsible kind of twenty-two year old. Yeah, you come to me if anything comes exactly. out. It's almost uh, well, start your own like small business there. You, can you just want you just want them to be your first connection. Like if they need yes. anything, you're there for them. Right away. I'm first hand, first call. That's you'll that's you'll even mow their lawns open. on Sundays, won't you? you? Betcha. I will walk the dogs, especially since we might be needing one pretty soon. We'll get in that story later on about our uh, yep. soon-to-be puppy golden retriever. On speaking of lawns, you guys got some thick some thick fescue uh, fescue <laughs> out there. Yeah, Connor actually, our landlord that, did get mow the hay. Day. Yeah, get the hay bailed out. You there. know, our landlord, oh. he's a busy man, owns his own business, so he you know he'll let that lawn go for about three it's weeks. Probably a good thing we couldn't have the gathering last night outside. Yeah. It wasn't people were gonna be standing yeah. knee deep. I think in people would have got lost out there. Angels corn, yeah. was calling out. They wanted uh, yep. fuel investment. We did we did get some bags in before we had to go inside the rain came, but yeah, it was great. You know, we had the hot dogs, the brats. You know, Seth had grill smoking out. Oh, yeah. The Tommy women were guzzling down the Tito's and soda. But it was, yeah, it was a fun party. And, you know, got down to Stella's right where we needed to be with the dance floor there. And Tom was, Tom, just what, what's your kind of your go to move to uh, kind of pick up women at a bar? You know, I usually like to kind of stay in the direction of St. Thomas Women just because it's such a pretty solid market uh, time being, you know. And all that stuff. So kind of keep an eye, watch out for that, yeah. and kind of kind of go from there, depending on the girl. You're, or you're known. You're known for your one-liners. I know you're you're a big fan of the. You, you drop something and you then drop the, something. Uh, usually say it's your smile. <laughs> um, time to time, I may or may not have said it was your dignity and get said drink thrown in said face. <laughs> but that's a different. That's not neither here nor yep. now or later. And, and I think my favorite move of the night was. You know, you're like, Fry, you had, you had the phone up, and you're like, you show this to this girl, and I didn't know what was going on, but apparently you used that move earlier in the night, just kind of kind of speak on that story. I did, so I met this girl, she won't let me name, um, <laughs> a couple months ago before we graduated, uh, she had Tommy as well, Tommy alumni, I should say, excuse me, and with that, I um, knew she was a big fan of puppies, because we had one at our college house, <laughs> don't have one currently, soon to be, though, down the road, just heads up, Seth. And with that, I googled golden retriever puppies. It was still on my phone this morning when I woke up, and it wasn't. It was a great Google image of it. Just the most candid, very stereotypical photo I showed to her. Beautiful pup. Beautiful pup. I told her, you know, they got music every night. Luke Harriet, Lee Calhoun. We're gonna hit that up. We're gonna take uh, little Walter for a walk. And we're gonna, Walt. 
I don't you know. even made a name for yourself. <laughs> I, I, I was that convinced myself that we had a pup and his name was Walter and she ate it all up. So it looks yeah. like we're going uh, Humane Society after this podcast. Go uh, go adopt a dog. Just if, go get a, the ugliest dog you can find. <laughs> like, that is not the dog. That's not the dog. That's not the dog you showed me. It's uh, aged a little bit since uh, you've seen it. <laughs> the other thing Mike was thinking about doing as a, as a little bit of a joke is he had the, he had the work phone, the old... Throwback oh Kia the old Kyocera with the slide with the slide touch <laughs> yep. board on. <laughs> he was gonna go up to women and just try to get some numbers and pull up the Kyocera. day. I mean, if you got two phones, it's one thing. But if you have an iPhone and then that's that's an antique. Those are you don't yep. see many of those in the market anymore. And there's a good reason for that. They're reliable though. It's good to separate your business and personal life. And that's what that's what the Kyocera is for. Phones. I think that's Kevin Gates made a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> Might have heard of that. <laughs> Might have heard of that, but also you know, Rundy, he's just uh, getting into the Bumble game, so he's he wants a photo with the dog for that. Um, he's yeah. excited, and in the past, you know, this isn't Bumble. For those who don't know, we got some moms that don't listen to podcasts. It's it's a dating app. You swipe swipe left if you're not in the girl. You swipe right if you are. If you both swipe right on each other, then. It's magical, you it's know. Game time. Bumble's Bumble's more for the mature kind of crowd. You know, you're getting up there if you're Bumble. Professional crowd. Yeah, it's it's people that are serious about dating that are on Bumble. So Rundy's into that. And even in the past, Rundy, you were telling me that you've you've paid for Tinder. You're you're one of those guys that paid for Tinder, huh? I like to say not just myself, it's more of a collective group, so <laughs> playing tennis at the same time, so you have spring break, uh every spring and yep. spring break and all that. And we just so happen to be going to Ruskin, Florida, which for those geography people out there, that would be right next to Tampa Bay. Uh, we didn't realize Ruskin, Florida, just going off Google Maps, is about 20 miles from Tampa. Yep. And with that, not a lot of women probably are, or at least good-looking women in that area, you know, a little bit more <laughs> kind of your missing tooth, one-eye type of females and all that stuff. Hi, so, but yeah. We won't touch that. Uh, decided to go a couple weeks ahead before we are going to go to Ruskin to pay for a tender account. That way, kind of scout, you know, a lot of beautiful. How much, a is, how much is a tender? It was twelve ninety nine for a month. Eight, a month eight small payments of twenty one. <laughs> Wendy took out a loan for a thousand dollars to get your small payments. You said your location. We did Tampa, not Ruskin. Kind of stay away from that area. And with that, we didn't get any luck in terms of meeting or connecting anybody. No LinkedIn connections, unfortunately, at the end of the day. But it was a nice investment going forward. I advise people, you know, for work trips, fun trips, whatever uh, you're looking to do. I mean, that's a great way to kind of plan ahead yep. and just yep. for a small fee of twelve ninety nine. So <laughs> rather than just using the free tender, you know, he did the upgrade so he could pinpoint the location yes. in advance. So yes, he didn't want to just be swiping when he got there. He wanted he wanted the connections lined Kills up. Weeks yeah, the commitments there. He was Ladies serious about it. that. So it's nice to have someone, you know, living with someone like that that you know can can afford the nice organized planning ahead. That's yep. what Rundy does. Yep, absolutely. Um, Rundy, you know, it's going to be good to have you as a roommate. It was it good is. to get you it's know a little time. a little rundown or Rundy down as we we <laughs> like to say of the night last night. There we go. No big things ahead, boss. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate right. it, boys. Yep. Right, now let's get on to a little bit of dad talk on that, in honor of Father's Day. Bringing Wayne Ryder on. Up next, I want to welcome on my father, Wayne Ryder. Watch him not answer.
Pops, we thought you snubbed us there. Letting it, letting it go to the last ring, we know. Go ahead and give me a call. All right. Well, let, just... me, uh, let me give a rice in this fight. I'll be right back. Celebrating, huh? We have your uh, executive producer, uh, Mr. Fry, with you there. Yes, Thank you. He is. How are we doing, Wayne? Well, I'm doing just uh, fine. Good to talk to you, fellas. We just just wanted to start out. Wish you a happy Father's Day there. I know you've been having a solid one. You went out for a little lunch with the boys and Ma, huh? How'd that? How'd everything go? Well, everything went fine. <laughs> and you know, um, uh, one thing about being uh, a father, we we mastered the art of napping, and you got <laughs> a, a really good time here. And I've got. Uh, the big meal, big meal in my belly, and someone else did the dishes, and I got a nap in. And uh, okay, so I don't think it gets any better. Than Just that. living the dream. You didn't. You didn't even have to. This is the one day a year I think the dads can afford to not pick up the bill. Did you have, did, were you able to avoid the bill today? <laughs> yeah, I think Steve O'Malley took care. Of there you go. That's that's where Why that's that? you probably pulled the veteran move. Once it gets close to getting your bill, you just go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's not somebody else. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> That's another. That's another veteran move that you taught me. If, if you, once you know somebody else is buying, that's where you go after the steak and ribs. That's where. <laughs> oh, pile it on. That's baby. where you can splurge that, a little uh, bit. That was something that you did rather well, Michael. <laughs> I got. I learned it. Learned it from the best there. Uh, but, Pops, I wanted to. I wanted to start out just by sharing a story of. Uh, of uh, Grandpa, I was. We're gonna eventually get to some stories with you, but I was, I was reminiscing with with Fry about. We were talking about the dancing that obviously we like to do. But we we're. I was talking about when Grandpa used to go to the weddings, and Grandma wasn't much of a dancer, but towards the end of the night, it'd be tough to pull him. He'd be in there with all the young gals still dancing. And Grandma, <laughs> Grandma wouldn't appreciate that, would she? <laughs> Grandpa, he was a charmer. He got out there with a couple of the younger gals. Grandma was just afraid <laughs> after that one beer that he'd had. But <laughs> He's disciplined. Yeah. But what, what about Dougie? You got you oh, got any yeah. classic stories you with know, Doug? Yep, Dad. Uh, I was gonna talk about you know just taking it way back to the days. Wayne, I'm sure you remember this back in the RP Wireless days. You oh, know, man. you two, you two were the tandem that would coach us, and he'd always be down there on the bench. You know, got the mandolin out, the cowboy hat on, just <laughs> stringing right there in the dugout. Those are some of my favorite memories back then of him. Just watching. pops. I gotta, I gotta ask you, how much? I mean, you know, I know, that was a, uh, I believe that was a Stetson that he wore too, and yep. uh, that. Absolutely, oh, I think so. Me and me and Fry try to be ourselves. <laughs> We're not holding anything back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Pops, uh, I was thinking. with what you're doing here today. Oh yeah, the old the old podcast, and you were you were into those. I feel like before they even became a thing these past few years. But I was gonna ask you, we were talking about the the quarter of a man that Doug sings that you like. You been down to Stone City recently the, to the general store? You know, I was there uh, probably um, a month ago. I told Doug and Lisa that I stopped in on the bike. Uh, they had kind of a uh, kind of an interesting group plan. They were. Uh, probably in their 30s or so, and then, uh, you know, had the dreadlocks, but they were really uh, pretty much kind of uh, country. Folky? Yeah, I suppose it was kind of folky, but uh, mm-hmm. the old smoke was rolling out of a van, just like the <laughs> 60s in between breaks. So I think they were doing okay. You Mike, it. you got another Wayno story for us? Oh, yeah, Pops. I was going to share a couple of the, the memorable stories that we've had over the years. The one that... <laughs> The one that I always get a kick out of was the the one year. I don't think there was much snow on the ground yet, but you were up hanging those wreaths in the front the front uh, window of the old 136 house, and you managed to lose your footing and you fell backwards into the into the bushes trying to get that wreath up there just right. I don't think I don't I think you recovered pretty well. I don't think you ended 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 up injuring yourself, but that was that was quite the experience. I remember observing that. <laughs> You know, I'm reminded of all the times when we, you know, in marriages and relationships, we uh, almost like we pretend, you know. I remember being uh, <laughs> at, the, at the point uh, where, where I think I remember your mom saying, uh, gosh, you know, uh, you know, your dad really likes shopping, you know. And uh, I really didn't like shopping. So uh, I really tagged along. Because sure you did. I do you knew if you went shopping, you'd get rewarded with the Dairy Queen Blizzard. Actually. That's why you did it. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I guess that's what uh, prompted uh, Jackson Brown to write the Pretender. I guess, but anyway. And then, and then another one that I, I couldn't. I was telling Fry earlier. I can't even quite remember what I said to you, but it was when we were. We were outside, and I don't know, I set you off in a way, and I, you took off chasing me around, around the house, and I only got one lap around, and you had me down on the ground. <laughs> I think that was the end of that. I think I learned my lesson. Well, for those of you who don't know Michael quite as well as some of us, uh, he's very quick to uh, let you know that he can probably beat you at something. And... Uh, I think that was the day where he was uh, feeling his oats, uh, so to speak, and uh, talked about me being uh, an old man. I think I was in my uh, early 40s, and uh, something about a, uh, <laughs> a flight, a race or something, and I think that was correct. He took off around the house. Well, if, I, if I remember correctly, I think I was recovering from like a calf injury or something. So, but, but I don't know. You might be right. I don't know. I, it was a long time ago, I guess. A lot of time. This is the other part of Michael that everybody needs to know. He, I, he I, for, to I tend to forget things, don't I? Yeah, I, gotta, I don't have the best memory. <laughs> He's losing it. I take responsibility for things. So. Well, I'm sure glad you found Carl. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then, and then another another one that I don't know if you're gonna want to hear this, but I think you had an idea was when, was when we'd get those gummy bear and vitamins, and half the time we'd 
we'd manage to sneak upstairs and put them in our pockets, and they, they accidentally would sometimes find their way into the toilet, and they may or may not have gotten flushed down there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We have, uh, we have temporarily lost connection. He's going to do it again. Go take a heater or what? <laughs> hey, Bob's. I'm starting to question this Bernard communications, uh, yeah. this connection, it's just not there, I guess. Or maybe it's well, just, we don't, U.S. Cellular, there's no U.S. Cellular towers this far north, <laughs> so we, we don't get the best service up here either. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm back, sorry about that. Yeah, you're back. You're back, but no, yeah, I was I was telling the story, though, before we got cut off there, that the old vitamins that you used to give me and JP and Steve, uh, sometimes we'd, they'd accidentally end up in our pockets, and then they sometimes found their way into the toilet. Uh, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't think we quite understood that you were trying to help us there. I thought but we, the, the taste, I guess, just wasn't there, but we took them roughly 50% of the time, I would say, but you did, you were looking out for us at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, the, the truth comes out. Well, Zach, uh, at least uh, I know you would never do things like that when you were young. I don't imagine Doug and Lisa promoted any of that stuff to you. Oh, oh, they were all—they were all about that vitamin life as well, <laughs> as you very well know. <laughs> I do remember though. Any more fry, you obviously don't—you don't gravitate towards the sugar too much. But every once in a while, if fry would be over and we'd have some soda, soda or something in the fridge, you better look out. Fry would yeah. get fry. Fry would splurge. I was like a and wild it, animal. Oh my man. gosh! If he if he got access to that some some of that stuff. I mean, I didn't even have my first piece of chocolate till I was four when my aunt Jan gave it to me. She snuck me an M and M, and you know, Dad was pretty upset about that. But yeah, oh, every time I'd get out of the house, you know, I'd have some, a snack that wasn't you know blue corn chips or carrots or something like that. You got it. You I'd go it. after those Doritos, and I would hit. I would hit that Mountain Dew. Hard you, on sleepovers. If you got a sniff of the ice cream yeah. or Mountain Dew, you were you were gonna be up for a while. Yep. <laughs> I would just lose myself on those sleepovers. Yeah, you had a bit of a sugar issue back in the day. Yep. Absolutely. Not even. But, but you know, me and Mike are really fortunate to have you and Doug as dads. You know. Oh, yeah. That instill that health, healthy lifestyle in our lives. All that nutritious insight there you guys provide. <laughs> well, you know, I have to credit, uh, I don't know about uh, Doug, but I have to credit uh, probably my mother for that. She had uh, joined Tops at an early age, which may or may not be in business these days. And, you know, it's funny, those of us who grew up in our few, a generation or two older, you know, eating healthy and uh, exercise, I mean, that's just, in my situation, that was farm living, you know, and so it really wasn't anything that we put any effort into. It was a way of life, and so it was really easy for some of us. And then my mother had an extension of that with uh, her organization and, you know, counting calories and some of the stuff, even calorie restriction, which we know now is uh, associated with uh, longevity and working hard is associated with uh, living long. And so it's... 
it was, it, uh, I was I was really fortunate. And I guess it was a general generational things we're used to. So yeah, absolutely. You know, health it directly correlated to happiness, in my opinion. You know, it certainly is. And and uh, being a student of longevity, most some people you know argue that uh, why would you want to live longer? As a matter of fact, that is the main argument. And. Uh, um, the assumption is that you live longer and you just, uh, you know, are sicker, you know, which is the total opposite of, of how we look at it, which is uh, you live longer, uh, you live a longer, healthier life uh, and uh, free of disease and free of sickness and allows you, one, to live longer and uh, be happier and be healthier and um, with everything going on in the world with uh, artificial intelligence and uh, 3D printing and uh, exponential growth in the computing uh, phase, why um, I think that uh, there's a chance that uh, you two may be living hundreds of years and uh, that one's probably way out there for most people to get. But uh, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, I know, I know you've been... Uh pretty pretty big on the fish oil and the flaxseed and that for a long time. Is there anything that you've been doing lately that you feel like you've been getting some some good things out of that have been improving, well, improving your health, or is there anything new that you've been taking? Probably like uh, your mom and dad, Zach. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, healthy living is a combination of a lot of things, and uh, you know, certainly minimizing uh, uh, alcohol consumption, which... which <laughs> That's, that's a battle itself. A, really, a really tough one. At, at, yeah, at, some people, some age. people struggle with that. <laughs> some people, yeah. Um, you know, everybody should know the smoking thing by now. But um, I think the really, really one of the neatest things is if you look at the work of you know the great Dr. Greg Braden's and uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton's and epigenetics. Um, the fact that how we view the world is probably the most important um, factor in uh, being healthy and living a long life. So in other words, what lenses uh, that we see the world through really depends upon, uh, really ultimately affects our genes for the study of epigenetics and ultimately uh, can change our DNA uh, on a regular basis and uh, actually allow us to live longer, be happier, uh, hopefully be disease-free, and um, the flip side of that is, you know, with the contamination in all of our food, most of our food, uh, in the toxicity of the environment, uh, and couple that with uh, negative thinking, um, that's a pretty good uh, recipe for uh, uh, for disease, uh, sickness, and so... You know, every day I think it's important to counter all of that, and I think that's uh, that's, that's the key. And so, brilliant <laughs> chiropractors are exempt, but uh, you know, staying away from doctors and, and hospitals is a really good thing. Yeah, <laughs> speaking speaking of healthy living, I actually heard this year that the Bernard picnic. It was correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's it was the first dry year they they had no they had no alcohol for sale at the Bernard picnic this year. Is that <laughs> Uh, did you? <laughs> what kind of a dream was that in? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I guess where I heard that, but I mean, maybe not. I think there's a motion right now in the Senate to make Dubuque County a dry county as well. <laughs> I think. I think. With that being said, the numbers were a little bit down this year with the, <laughs> with the no alcohol being. <laughs> Uh, how would the tractors find their way back home? 
Gosh, isn't it great to live in rural America? You know, you two have still managed to stay, uh, I, I would call Midwestern, but, uh, you know, for those of us who have been around just a little bit, you know, it's just, it is a very, it's very a whole other part of the world there. that we live in. Oh, you know? my gosh. You didn't you didn't think about enrolling a tractor in that, did you? Or? You know, you know, tractors and, and um, actually uh, crop production was just a necessary evil of my main interest in agriculture, which was you know purebred livestock. So, you know, we that was really about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no tractors, huh? It was, they just were okay, but no, it was anything, nothing that I would, uh, you know, want to spend a lot of time uh, uh, cleaning up at night when we were done, so, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, there's certainly, uh, certainly need to see. For sure. So, besides the, besides the dinner, the lunch that you went out for today for Father's Day, you got any uh, plans for the rest of the day? I guess it's kind of winding down here already, but you going to take the bike out or anything? You know, I sure could. Uh, sometimes about this time of night when I get done with a few things, it's nice just to uh, feel that sense of freedom and uh, feel all the, get a whiff of all the smells when you go down the road, especially now there's still some of that spring in the air and after the rain you're picking up a lot of uh, plant growth things and uh, I certainly could. You ever get, I've went on a few decent bike rides the last week or so, but I tell you what, I didn't. I don't. I don't even know if I have allergies, but I think it's the pollen or something. Is that? Does that ever get you when you're cruising around the bike at all, or do you usually? I know you have some allergies. You're usually just all right. You know, in my mind, I spent most of my life, you know, battling allergy and asthma-related things, and until I retrained myself to, to breathe, and you know, after that, I really don't have much of a problem anymore. As a matter of fact, now I. I do the flip side of what I did most of my life, which is sort of not breathe when I knew that there were was something in the air, and then I realized that as I, since I had developed a, an old tape that continued to play in the back of my mind that said, you know, you are, you have a problem in it. That, <laughs> when you breathe, when you breathe things in, you get uh, wheezing and short of breath. So if you think about the idea that that was my mindset from an early age, and that's what my parents uh, and everyone else around me continued to tell me, that you have a problem. Well, the, hey, you know, the reason. first step to overcoming a problem is admitting you have one, so you're you're on the right track there. So, so, so to that's the only problem, I, you're, at, you're doing all right. I have to, I don't really do it anymore, I just... Now I, I embrace the smells, and if it's really dusty or something, I wear a mask. It's, if it's uh, work-related or something, but uh, no, I don't anymore because yeah. now I uh, I realize all those smells uh, become fragrances, and uh, uh, you just have to look at it that way. And uh, I think that's the way it's. Once again, it's it's our attitude towards anything, and if uh, you know our subconscious uh, runs about ninety percent of us, and so if those old tapes are saying, "Gee, I think this." out there whenever I get it is going to cause a problem, guess what? It just might, and it might only be doing that because of the fact that yours, uh, that old tape inside is going to tell it, or you, uh, to do that, and I think that's actually how it works. Well, the, the one advantage of living in eastern Iowa is when you ride around on your motorcycle, I think they say all that manure and that that you sniff, and that's supposed to be good for clearing the science that is that. Is, is there any, <laughs> have you experienced any of that? <laughs> well, <laughs> 
one thing for sure when you when you are going down the road on your bike and and there's a farmer you know coming across the field with about 24 rows of uh, uh, all kinds of mixed uh, uh, toxic chemicals and the wind's blowing in your direction it also is it's good that you uh, are into meditation and, and uh, deep breathing and uh, because uh, you find out uh, how important it is to hold your breath for long periods of time. <laughs> Especially down around that leisure lake area, breathing breathing in some of that clean leisure lake. Air. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, cops, that's all that's all we really had for you. you got anything else for us, or else we'll, we'll let you no. wrap up your big day. No, Teddy. Uh, I know you have a, a worldwide uh, fan base, and oh, yeah. uh, I would just going to going tell, by uh, the minute. Yep. If you, if exponentially. If the old fathers like uh, like us, you know it. I guess parenting continues and, and uh, will continue to be dads, but certainly for young dads, I, I think the biggest thing to really think about is the fact that, you know, fathering and uh, being a dad is mostly getting out of your child's way because uh, I think we're born into this world being perfect and uh, we somehow get ruined with all of the... Um, with all the people who influence us to be this way or that way, but in fact, uh, the only way to be is, is yourself. And so I would encourage everyone like you two have done a, a really good job of, which is just to be yourself because uh, um, it's not about what someone said or someone tried to teach you uh, or listen to whoever you listened to when you were young. So get, I, get past all of that as quick as you can. I tell you what, with that, with that being said, uh, back in the day when in junior high and high school and I'd have the buddies over, over at your place, there was there was times where we'd crank up to Michael Jackson. That you had the good speakers, and at, at the time, it was definitely a little embarrassing for me. But looking back, a lot of respect. You you definitely left it all out there. Exactly what you said. You weren't you weren't afraid to bust a move. You just you just were just being, you yourself. just being yourself. That's well. Speaking of music, I think I'll go crank it up, and uh, you guys uh, take care of yourselves. I'm glad being part of the show, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. You bet. Thanks, Thanks for the insight. Happy, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I love you, Pops. Back. Uh, see you, Michael. Thank you very Peace. much. See you. Phenomenal to have Wayne on, and we've been talking about that for some time. You know, oh, yeah. our fathers. You know, they're very you know, different in their style of life. We're you definitely know, gonna have to get a, Yeah, we're gonna definitely have to have like a health and wellness. Yeah, body, so we know that they're a wealth of knowledge in that field. Yeah, like, yeah, right? we're gonna bring him and Dad on at some point. Maybe July when we're back Fourth of July, yeah, we can do cool. that. We could get, get them all together. My father on, and yeah, that'd be phenomenal. You know, Wayne and Dad, they even do this. They split a cow every year. The grass-fed yeah, beef and the Mennonites, they do that. They're always just trying to get ahead. You know, Dad's got the kale garden. And I told him about the, the kombucha that yeah, we've been the drinking, kombucha, the that's good really good uh, probiotic drink. And Dad's actually going to start making it himself, that's you know, at home. So he's you always, figure out how long it takes to – it's got to take, like, months. I don't, I don't know, yeah, yeah how long it takes to ferment the tea. But he says he'll have some vats ready for us. That'd Hopefully be, next time sweet. we're back, bring big – Big old jug just of kombucha. Like like oh, just original, yeah. Like honey or like yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be low sugar. That's yeah. the way he is. You know, it'll just be you know pretty much the straight original flavor. You know, it'd be nice to add yeah maybe a little honey or you know yeah. strawberry. You know how kind of how they do in the stuff we buy yeah. at the store. But that's great for the bod. Um, you know, that'll once be, he gets it down too, because that stuff's so so expensive. Like it would be sweet just to have like a big jug. Just yeah, because that stuff the stuff that we buy is like three fifty four bucks. So it's 
Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's tough Make it way, that. way cheaper than what, you know, we're buying for. But, you know, the, the price is what you pay for. You get the health benefits yeah. for it. But, you know, just to wrap up the podcast here in honor of Father Day, we just want to talk about a few classic dad moves. Yeah. Um, first off, you know, our power ranked it, you know, grilling. You got to grill to be oh, a dad. Oh, huh, That was the big thing with Pops, especially since he's been a, a beef farmer off and on. Always plenty of plenty of steak and beef in there, and that's... I miss that. That's the wor- that's the toughest part about yeah. living in an apartment that doesn't have a backyard or we just can't have a decent grill. We don't have a balcony or anything. But yeah, pops was Gotta always the had the beef ready to roll. Seth was our honorary dad last night yeah, grilling out Seth the hot was, dogs. Seth was killing it. Brats right? and a couple hot dogs, a couple brats apiece. That, we were just mowing them down at the party. There's no way they made it through the night. Did no, they? no, they didn't. There was two. There was two left actually. It was a good call the, just to make them while it still wasn't yeah, down. Yeah, just it. fired them all up at once. You know, me and Rundy threw them in their chili today for lunch, so that oh, was pretty good time. with the extras. And then you know, talking about grilling, I saw a pretty funny ad in Craigslist in uh, Portland. It was so. It was yeah. It was uh. There was a group of dudes. Saturdays were for the boys. They were just wanted a day grilling and drinking, but none of them wanted to take out the grilling responsibilities. So they put out an ad for a dad to come. You know, included. They couldn't pay him, but they were going to include free beer, free meat that he was grilling out there, and you know the requirements where he had to wear cargo shorts. You know, he had to come out and you know grill and tell dad jokes the whole time. So I thought that was pretty funny seeing that ad in there and. I'm sure it got hit up quite a bit. They probably had oh, that geez. strict interview process That's to see which time. dad sure was the most qualified. The line was probably unbelievable. Yep. So then we also, you know, dads, you got to got to mow the lawn. That's big, you know, until your until your kids are old enough to oh, do yeah. it themselves. Pops, that was actually another story. Pops used to get pissed off at me because I was when I was a little, just a young buck. I would go out there and have to set the uh, phone book on it because I wasn't heavy enough to keep the. Oh. The mower down. And I would, there was a few times where I drove around and mowed. Or I thought I was mowing the whole field. Didn't, didn't have the deck down. Didn't touch it. Just just trimming it at five inches, and yeah, just had to redo it. But yeah, the the old lawn mower. That was we had a legendary John Deere. And then the other the other classic dad move. Well, Pops wasn't too bad, but I feel like it's just an overarching trend. Or trend is. Uh, just complaining about everybody being being late. The girls are late. We're trying to get to church. We're trying to get to the mall. Just people are running behind. The, the women, you know, the daughters Apparently are always the women, they're yeah. taking too long doing their hair and stuff. And dads yeah. are ready to go. They want to be punctual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know. Other things we thought of, you know, you got to wear the cargo shorts, the jorts, the dad hats, crew socks with some New Balances, and some fresh and MBs, and, and, 407s. And speaking of, you know, the dad trends that we've been talking about, you know, we want to know is the dad trend over what do you think mike i don't know i think i think chicks can get behind that i mean at the end of the day we're all people we don't have to be yeah. like the instagram models with the six pack and the yeah the guns there's nothing wrong with a little fat on just the, a little on the bone little, just a little little beer belly just, yeah just a little something from the winter a little just carrying in there's nothing wrong with that it shows shows you're comfortable in your own skin yeah, I'd say probably, you know, what do you think, 40% of women would prefer a dad bot over, like, oh, a Channing Tatum tripe pill? 60, 70, at yeah, least. At le- majority. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's close. You know, it's hard to tell. We might have to do a little poll on the page and yeah. see what, see what, just get some, get some real analytics. See what the girls are into. Yep. Um, and then I think we're going to wrap it up there. We just want to say that we love our fathers. You oh, know, we, yeah. We love dads in general. Dad, dad nation. I'm calling you daddy. Daddy, can you be my daddy?
Now come and kick it with a twister Black Caddy Mac Daddy with a hoe up in the backseat With a 97 pimp flow Got a feeling when you smoke it when I flip it to a track speed Talking about a beautiful figure Astonishing his Greek mythology Body be just like a girl in love